Welcome to CropSense, presented by North Carolina Cooperative Extension. I'm Jacob Morgan, a field crops agent with North Carolina Cooperative Extension. Today, we have Jenny Carlio, Area Specialized Agent with North Carolina Cooperative Extension. Welcome back, Jenny. Thanks, Jacob. Today, we're going to discuss on-farm research, why you should think about doing it, what is involved, and how it can help you. So first of all, Jenny, why should growers consider having research done on their farm? Well, as we know, every farm is different and every farmer is different. So if you'd really like to know what is going to work exactly on your farm, then it's a great way to know that. So on-farm research is a very broad term. Can you give us some ideas on different types of on-farm research that growers may participate in? Sure, there's a lot of different levels that you can participate in. Um, Some might be as simple as responding to an agent request to sample on your farm. So for example, a lot of our specialists are running programs where they need to collect certain insects or scout for herbicide resistant weeds in areas. And sometimes it's as simple as just dropping a pin of your location or a field location and letting us come out and sample on that property. Others are more involved where we might want to actually plant with you. So that would involve you planting with equipment and possibly spraying and harvesting on your farm with us. And that can take a lot more time, but it can definitely be worth it. All right. So what are some what are some topics that this research may involve insects or disease or weeds or varieties? Can you kind of run through some of those different things that researchers may be looking for? Sure. Well, the simplest thing that we do tends to be um, variety trials. So we might take some of those varieties that are top yielding in the OVT and put them onto use in a commercial setting. So that usually involves planting between 16 and 20 strips of different varieties. And then there are other things like a corn earworm, for example. So Dr. Reisig has a statewide program where he has the agents plant with the farmer Uh, several different varieties that have different genetic resistance, uh, BT in them, and then they're evaluating how much corn earworm infects each one of those. Um, That's going to be really important looking towards the future as resistance becomes an issue. And then if you want to talk about uh, herbicide resistance, which which is a problem that we're seeing in North Carolina, um, Dr. Uh, Cahoon and Everman have a program where they're going out and collecting weed samples and then they bring them back to NC State, grow them out in the greenhouse and plant those seeds and then they screen those for herbicide resistance. So that's really going to help us in the long run. Something we commonly hear from growers is that they don't have time to work with specialists or agents to put in the research plots. Can you talk about how much extra time it takes to put in maybe some of the different kinds of research plots? Well, I have an expression, I say small plots, big work, um, and it definitely is always going to take some extra time. And the way I look at it is for a farmer, you might be spending maybe an hour or so to plant a half acre and about the same amount of time to harvest it. That is an investment in your long-term future because what you're really doing when you're participating in research is you're educating yourself and you're also contributing to educating other farmers throughout the U.S. and especially in North Carolina. So there are some times where planting will take extra time. We might have to clean out seed hoppers with a shop vac in between varieties 
and we're almost always going to be harvesting a small portion of the field at a time. So we might be harvesting, you know, a 10 foot wide strip. Your combine might be a 30 foot header. So that can definitely take a little bit of time, a little bit more time. Um, I think it's just really important to talk to your agent ahead of time and, and try to find out what kind of time commitment you're really going to be signing up for. I think the long-term return on the investment is a good point you bring up. You know, it may take you an extra day or two at the beginning of the season and a day or two at the end to harvest extra. But, you know, if that results in three or four bushel increase or even more over the next few years on all your acres, that can really make a big difference in the long-term sustainability of your operation. So what can a grower do to make on-farm research run more smoothly on their operation? That's a great question. Um, when agents are looking to find a farmer to participate with, one of the things that we really need to make sure of is that the person communicates with us. So they're easy to get a hold of. Um, you ask questions when you have them. Also, we would really, we really appreciate some patience. There are some times where swapping out these varieties or harvesting strip by strip in research, quality is always going to be more important than efficiency. And in agriculture, we're always so concerned with being efficient. But when it comes to research, it's much more important for things to be accurate than it is to be efficient. And sometimes that can be, that can require some patience on the part of the farmer and, of course, on the agent as well. It can be difficult working with a researcher schedule or an agent schedule to make sure that they can be out there whenever the plot's going in or whatever research needs to be done. So that can be a bit of a headache at times, uh, but just that flexibility to work with the researcher will definitely help everything go well and help that information that's gleaned from that uh, plot to be a lot more useful for sure. I think it's important to point out that if you have questions on your farm, things that you are interested in, whether it's uh, nutrient management or uh, different varieties or fungicide questions, that sort of thing, those are all questions that we can do research on out there on the farm. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that's an excellent point. As some of you might know, Dr. Rachel Van is the new platform director at the Plant Sciences Initiative, and she talks a lot about that because where we get all of our research ideas from, it should be from our local farmers. We are here to serve our farming community and um, make sure that we do that the best way possible. And so the first part of that is finding out what the farmers need, what the farmers want in terms of uh, future research and education. So that two-way communication is paramount to the success of the extension program. And I think one more thing maybe you can touch on is kind of the, the benefits of having a researcher at your farm two, three, four, five times during the growing season, looking at obviously what their, their research plot is, but maybe there may be some ancillary benefits of having uh, the agent or the specialist out there to look at those plots. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yes, that's so true. There's no substitute for actually having a person in the field, you know, looking at the plants. There are so many times where I've been able to identify a coming problem that we wouldn't have known about if we had actually not been working in that field. And another thing that I really like about participating in on-farm research is how many questions I get from the grower throughout the season. So 
I might be doing a project on uh, corn and I might end up getting some small green questions as the grower is planning for their fall planting time. Just as an example, you just get a lot more frequent access and contact with your agents and, and NC State and it really opens those lines of communication. Of course, we're, we're always available to everyone, but it just makes it a lot easier and faster on the farmer to get the information that they might be thinking of uh, while they're out there in the field. That's for sure. So I'm sure we have convinced a bunch of folks that they need to participate in on-farm research going forward. So how should they go about getting some research on their farm? Well, I'm glad you asked. We have um, an ongoing program uh, with Dr. Van about soybeans. It's the on-farm trial program. So every year um, we we are increasing this program this year coming up, but every year we run a research program across the state. So what happens is Dr. Van and the Soybean Producers Association will come up with a research idea. It'll be simple, it'll be well thought out, and then she will give that to agents and agents can identify farmers that would like to participate by having this trial on their farm. And the agent runs the trial with the farmer and then all of that data goes back to the state and gets organized into a neat package that is distributed throughout the state. So a local farmer will contribute to statewide research. It's a a pretty massive level and they'll also be able to know what happened on their farm personally too. So if you're interested in signing up for that, Dr. Van's going to be rolling out the research design for that at winter meetings and and calling farmers to participate and agents to participate. So if you're interested in that, then uh, keep your eyes peeled at the winter meetings and um, sign up or contact your agent. It would be great to contact your agent ahead of time and say, I would like to participate in some on-farm trials next season. That's really where we're going to begin to get our pool of growers to work with. That sounds like an excellent program for everybody involved, for sure. Is there anything else you think we should discuss before we close it down here? I would encourage anyone who's thinking about doing on-farm research, um, either with NC State or on their own, to connect with their county agent and uh, discuss it now because um, planning ahead is really important. And one other thing that I forgot to mention earlier is there is an actual benefit of doing some of these on-farm research plots, and that is if you're doing variety trials or some of the maybe fungicide work, that sort of thing on your farm, there is product provided by the researcher. So if you're doing a variety trial, that's corn seed or cotton seed or soybean seed uh, that the grower doesn't have to pay for for those acres that they're planting on. So that can add up to a, a fairly good chunk of change depending on how big the plot is. So that's something to definitely consider if you're looking at, at doing a research plot So we certainly thank you for your time today, Jenny. Yes, thank you for inviting me, Jacob. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And as always, thanks for listening to Crop Sense. Because if it isn't making money, it isn't making sense. 